welcome back to Spirituality Untapped. I'm Melody. And I'm Michelle. Welcome, Solis. We want to thank you for being a part of the sisterhood. You guys are the reason we created this space. And if you're new, welcome. You've found your sanctuary. This is where we finally get to be our weirdest, expanded, most authentic selves together. Yes, you're now a part of this radical mission of finally healing your past, unlocking your purpose, and really truly living as your highest self. Yes, and today we're just going to want to go into a deeper conversation about our connection, who we are, so that mm-hmm. you guys can really understand the depths of us. The, the depths of us. We we're dropping are, the teeks. Yeah, <laughs> we want to make sure that we are down to just expose ourselves. <laughs> yes. So you can really just run with us on this beautiful journey together. So I wanted to give you a little refresher on why we're even doing this podcast. We are here to make sure that we're all, again, our highest selves. And how are we actually going to do that? That's just not Mm -hmm. being a nice person. That's not like setting really cool goals. It's really about healing your past, unlocking your special gifts, and really living a purposeful, purpose-driven life. And I'm so excited. Again, we're so grateful to have you guys here. Yeah. Thank you for being with us, guys. So now that we uh, told you guys the topic about what we're going to be talking about, we you get to learn about us and our first impressions of each other. Michelle, Yes. when you first met my sorry ass, (laughs) (laughs) when you first met me, actually, well, how did you find me? Like, how did we talked about this a little bit, how Michelle and I came into each other's lives, but I want to know from her POV, how I the love hell that. did she find me out of everybody on the platform that we were on together? Exactly. I mean, like, this is actually a really interesting perspective and this happened really cool. Um, if you guys haven't listened to Melody's perspective, go ahead and listen to the first episode, but <laughs> I haven't told you my first impression. No, you haven't. So, so I'm scared. <laughs> Be like this little baby. Okay, still love me and still this podcast after I say this, I promise. Okay, okay. (laughs) Okay. Some promises. I found Melody in a manifestation group and I was kind of in the, I think, third stage essentially of my, our company. It's a now our shared company project had our hand mm-hmm. and I was doing just market research. I wanted to get to know people and I just came across Melody and honestly, I was like, okay, she's Brown. I want to work with Brown people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm yellow. <laughs> I am a yellow. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Bitches yellow. Okay. Um, but yeah, but yeah, so I just reached out to her and I remember her mentioning something about being kind of like in the beginning stages of her like manifestation journey. And she lives in Alaska and kind of just isolated a little bit. I think she posted something about that. Mm-hmm. But after we had our market research call, I, <laughs> I'm so scared. I was like scared of you. <laughs> okay actually no i rewind i take back that one You're like a, yeah. a lot of people actually find me very scary but continue but this is why she number one reminded me of her sister of my sister and i think you're the middle child too of three is that correct five or, or five but you're in the middle is yeah. that right yes, yeah okay so it just she had you had so many different parts of your personality that remind me of her but 
mind you, this was what more than a year ago, I think. Yeah. I was in a very different headspace. I was, I just quit my job. I was really nervous about being a coach. And I think a lot of things were just intimidating me. So Mm -hmm. I think that I was scared because I was intimidated by her natural power. She was just so sure in who she was. She shared a lot. She had a lot to offer. Like she had resources that about a book that she wanted to give me. And it made me feel insecure because I was like, I'm a coach. Like she's giving me resources. like all of that so she just try to be helpful and she I know and the fun she's the first time she's hearing this by the way I am Mm. (laughs) and fast forward like I ended up like obviously coaching her for like a year and a half but I've always always felt that we were on at least the same page but she had this like dominant energy like that came off of her just radiated off of her but very very quickly I just learned that she was such a gentle soul. She was just somebody that wanted to learn a lot about life and she was just ready. I think you had like a hard exterior though. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, I do. I do. I do. Yeah. But now I feel like I'm definitely leading into like the true melody who's such a kind hearted human being that is just such a student of life. And she learns so quickly. She has such a malleable personality, but that has deep values. I can go on and on girl. And, and I, yes, I'm like, I'm loving this. Love me more. <laughs> she's like, give me more, give me more. But yeah, she just, I think that sweetness while still having this like lioness energy of like, I can do it and I will make it happen is such a powerful thing to be around so thank you so much for being in my life okay it's thank so you. nice I still love I'm surprised okay can I tell yeah. you my first impression of you please do give it bring okay it. and don't take offenses love me later <laughs> we're gonna fight this- so hard after this <laughs> no I thought the same way about you when <gasps> I freaking met you when you first like talked to me I'm like oh she's scary like first impressions I was like oh this bitch is scary she just reached out to me and said hey you want to talk I'm like I don't know if I should talk to you I was so I'm so sorry I was so nervous and I was just like should I talk to this person Mm. but after I started talking to Michelle more I learned that she was actually very sweet kind and loving and I'm like oh you're not that scary yeah but then when I when she started coaching me that became different I saw a different side of her where she's like, you need to do this. If you really want to leave whatever shithole you're living in, you need to focus on this and that. And I really appreciated that because I was so used to being told what to do for all the wrong purposes. She was the Mm. first person that told me to do the right things for my life. And I absolutely love her for that. And for whatever reason, I thought she was intimidating as well. Like I was scared of you. (laughs) I was scared of you. And I'm like, what if I offend her? What if this, what if I'm like, what if I say something wrong? And she's like, bitch, I, I'm done. I'm not going to work with you. You're, you're so damn freaking negative. You have so much shit in your life. I can't deal with your problems. And he like kicks it to the curb. Like, yeah. So, yeah. It, it, that was my impression of you. It was actually, I'm surprised it was so similar because I was scared yeah. of you too. And I, I was think like, we just were fighters at heart. We, we like know what to do. So of course I think our exterior, you know, will come off that way, but it's yeah. serving us so much. This is why we get so much shit done together and mm. have some damn fun doing it. <laughs> and I apologize in advance guys, when I get really happy and giddy and really passionate about something, which means I'm really passionate about Michelle, I get really loud. <laughs> so if I start to scream or squeal, please lower the volume until yeah, I'm done you guys- screaming and squealing. 
<laughs> and it's not even that I actually love that because I like get really like high off of Melody's energy. She's so happy, but this is just more like of an audio thing. And, yeah. um, I want you guys to tell us, do like DM us. If you're like, you guys need to fix your audio. Like, let's just like co-create this together. Yes. You guys are part of us creating this podcast. Yes. And if sure. you don't want bleeding eardrums, please let me know. Like I said, I'm very passionate, especially when it comes to Michelle. I absolutely love and adore her. So when we have these type of conversations, I can't help but get excited because she and I do vibe on such a level that I know that if I say something dumb, she'll be like, bitch, no, 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 no. Here's another perspective. And then we end up having like these really fun rebuttals and conversations on how to grow. And it's perfect. I love it. I love that. I think one of my favorite things about our our relationship right now is how direct we are. Yes. Like we got into like this little conversation the other day. We were, <laughs> I'm going to sound like such a child, but we recorded a podcast and I, <laughs> I got so sad. I was like, I just feel like I didn't get enough airtime. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, and then I like quickly got off the call and I had to like ruminate on it. I'm like a highly sensitive person. I identify as that an empath and introvert and somebody that needs to really process their emotions. Ditto. And inside I was like, my inner child was like, oh my God. I was like, she's so much better than me. She's so much more eloquent. And like, I didn't even contribute to the podcast at all. <laughs> and I brought it up to her the next day. And she's like, honest. I was like, why did your energy drop? Like, I felt like my <laughs> I wasn't good enough. Like she was dropping her energy because she wasn't interested. And I had to say, and I shared that with her and she's like, no, I was just trying to be quiet because the last one, I was hella loud on the last podcast. So I feel like just us being able to be so open about our perspectives and being so direct and being like, whatever, it doesn't have to be this whole, like, let's unpack all of our shit is really the beauty of our relationship together. So yeah, I just wanted to mention that. And that is out there if you're looking for it. Yes, it is. It does take time though, guys, you have to learn who you are, what it is that you want and what it is that you can give to the other person because, and I'm just going to ramble just for a little bit, but when you finally find somebody that you vibe with, it's not about what they, they can give you. It's about what can you give them so that you guys are both on even ground. Because for me, I personally feel because I'm also a coach myself, but I just started in the last year. I feel like I'm completely beneath Michelle, she's have, she has three years on me where she knows a lot more than I do. And I feel like I have to keep driving myself up to get to her level. So I don't prevent her from going down or reducing her pace because of me. So like, that's how I feel. I'm not sure if you knew that, but I'm just like, do more, do more, do more. Keep up. Yeah. And, and for me, I've watched her just grow. I watch you grow so much and you've truly collapsed timelines. And when I, what I mean by that is when she sets her heart to something, I may be supporting her to some degree, but it's all her, the amount that she's able to create in such a short amount of time. And the confidence that she's able to step into is so cool to witness. And I'm excited for you to get both of these gifts from us truly, Mm -hmm. because if this can happen with us and you're listening, you've attracted this podcast for a reason. It's mm-hmm. because you're ready to collapse timelines too and be with us on that journey. Yes. So that was such an interesting, <laughs> like <laughs> I, I had no idea. Yeah. Conversation about our first impressions, but mm-hmm. let's, but, let's dig in a little bit more. Yes. Yeah, so each of us has three questions that we're going to be asking each other just to give you guys a little bit more of a belief into who we really are. And of course we hope to do that throughout our video, our, our podcast with you to give ourselves mm-hmm. a little bit more to you. Okay. Yeah. So my first question for Miss Michelle <clears throat> is, 
because I don't know this. I don't know this answer either. Yeah. What did you first? What's the first thing you manifested in your life when you learned about it? Yeah, it's hard because I feel like when you think of manifestation, I think that you know, we're manifesting all the time. I'm sure you got a lot of you guys have heard that. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I consciously manifest things. And then I unconsciously manifest things. Mm -hmm. I've done things like manifest, like my Mercedes that I got and like all these material things. But when I really thought about it, I'm going to just talk about my most proud manifestation. There's really two, but honestly, one of them is manifesting my now fiance. Oh, and oh god get the tissues out people um Cue no, the claps. I, <laughs> I I did want to share this one because it's yeah just my most proud story to finally just find somebody that really understands me aside from Melody of course <laughs> um and I think that this is a good example of me to like give you guys steps on how you might want to manifest a soul partner or something that you just really really want in your life that you know you deeply deserve and for me that was love and so I did a lot of work. I was in an abusive relationship for about five years, mentally, spiritually, emotionally abusive. It was physically abusive at times. And I just, I know my soul on whatever degree, I'm not saying I deserved that level of pain, but I, my soul did choose that to some level. I am a deep believer of all of us as souls coming to this human experience and wanting a specific lesson Uh, Mm -hmm. earth curriculum here. So that's, that helped me move through that. Um, and I know that's a very delicate subject because this might, and again, trigger warning. Like I, I know that everybody has different perspectives if you are experiencing abuse and things like that, but this is just my experience and what served me. But after going through that, I really had to step into number one, finally using my voice, finally saying what I actually wanted and what I deserved. I was in a very low self-worth place and learning to step out of that has been serving me over and over again throughout my whole spiritual journey. And it really started happening deeply in 2016. So once I started to really love myself, take ownership of my space, take ownership over my body and so much more, that was like probably about a year's worth of work. I was single. I was like doing my own thing. I was taking nature walks. I was singing all the time and doing all of this. And I finally just awakened back to myself. And then time came where I was like, I, I'm trying to fuck. (laughs) I was like, I'm, I honestly was like, I'm trying to have sex, dude. Like I hadn't had sex in in a long time. And I honestly identify as like a really sexual person. And I, was always like that when I was young and very in tune with my sexuality. But when I was going through abuse, like that lower region, that like my lower chakras actually really felt closed off. So once I found myself, I was like, yes, I am so excited to like explore my sexuality again. So I ended up dating a little bit. And then I got on Facebook dating, which was like new at the time. Oh yeah. It's like a thing. <laughs> I was it like, was. <laughs> yeah. And so this was like, this was mind you, like it during COVID. So I think it was like May, 2020, if I can remember correctly, I got on there. I was on there for three days, found Oliver. I was really thought he looked like a douchebag because he had like a mirror pick with like a leather jacket on. I'm like, who's this fool? Uh. <laughs> but he said something, I think in his bio, he said something about like, I'm really good. I don't even need a GPS, like, cause I'm just good at directions. 
<laughs> and I was like, I am so bad at directions. Like, all right, I'm going to swipe on this guy. <laughs> so I remember our conversation was so short. He was like, oh my God, love your dog. I said, here's my number. You know, a day later, we were both off Facebook dating and we just started seeing each other. <laughs> But it was that quick. And you guys, like when you are in like high self-worth and you know exactly what you want, I had like written down to a T exactly the type of person that I wanted Mm -hmm. and it was all over. And fast forward, like we moved in together after two months, we said, I love you together, love you to each other very quickly. We traveled a lot for the next like eight and now we are engaged. So December, 2021, it's so crazy. But on an even deeper level, aside from that being, you know, my favorite manifestation is I really manifested self-respect in a lot of ways. And I feel like that is something that is really foundational to everything I do in my work, how I develop relationships now and how I help clients, our students, because when you come from a place Mm -hmm. of deep self-respect, you become unfuckwithable. So those are the two that I I really love. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. (laughs) And I'm one of her bridesmaids. So claiming that now, claiming that you're in (laughs) Italy, baby, let's go (laughs) go Italy. Damn. Okay. Okay. We're going to be rich. So (laughs) that's true. That's true. You're going to Thailand with me when I renew my vows. So it's all. Wow. I love it. I love it. (laughs) All right. Next question. How do you think the evolution of your coaching style or business has changed since you first started? Oh my God. So, so fucking much. I don't even recognize myself when I look back (laughs) to the first time I was coaching and like, it was almost like I had just this blind faith in my abilities, but I think that, thank you. I think that's just like my superpower too, is when I deeply, deeply, deeply want something, I will do anything to make sure that I align with it while still taking care of myself. And I think in the beginning when I was learning and hopefully you guys can take a little something out of this, I didn't know shit about owning a business. I didn't know shit about, I didn't even know like coaching, the coaching industry was a thing. Like I was very brand new to it. And for me, I was like, I knew that I had to be, have like this nine to five job and have all of the stability. And that's how my parents raised me. They were Mm -hmm. like, you need to make sure that you have security and that's all you have to look forward to work 32 years service. And then you can have fun. (laughs) And this made zero sense to me. So in the beginning, I had to really unprogram a lot Mm -hmm. of that conditioning And I think that you could see that a lot in my coaching is I was grappling a lot with, you know, who am I, who do I want to be? I was doing a lot of personal development while coaching and mind you, that's totally okay because I took ownership over that, like throughout my whole journey. But I think I had a lot of borrowed ideas. I curated a lot. I was really interested in Joe Dispenza at the time. And I was watching impact theory and learning a little bit about Gabby Bernstein, Abraham Hicks. So they were all really influencing me at the time. I created a beautiful curated program, but then as I moved on, it didn't feel like me. So first stage was like borrowed curated ideas. A lot of like almost copying that certain feel, not intentionally where I was like stealing ideas, but you could feel the influences mm-hmm. of my coaching from all of these different voices. Yeah. Then the next round, which is kind of around the time that I had Melody's group, their cohort, <clears throat> I had in a very effective system. 
but it was more rigid. It was very specific. There was a lot of, com- it was very comprehensive. If you remember that one. Melody, oh yeah. It was her, really her- deep. Yeah. It was a lot of like self-hypnosis and a lot of work every day. Da, da, da. <clears throat> it worked, but too rigid in my opinion. It still wasn't like, I want them to have more freedom. Mm. And now I feel like I have so much beautiful structure. I feel very seasoned as a coach. I feel so relaxed in everything Mm -hmm. that I do, everything that I share, no matter how messy it is, no matter if I stumble, if there's like errors in my work, because I know my deep, deep intention is to always serve each and every one of you to the Mm -hmm. absolute highest. And I feel so confident in one coaching call being able to transform you. And if I can create, if we now can create Mm -hmm. out of that place, I know you, each one of you are going to be just as unstoppable. So to kind of give you a recap to all of that, I was so in my infancy when I started just mm-hmm. a lot of copying, you know, those mirror neurons, just trying to learn. Mm-hmm. Then I became a teenager. I was like yeah. doing something that I knew worked. And like, I just wanted kind of that status of like, yep, I got these results. I got these amazing results for my students. And that's <laughs> all I want to focus on. And now I'm more in that season adulthood of mm-hmm. our company now, where it's like, no matter what I do, I just know that it's going to work and mm-hmm. your success Whoever is listening is my absolute forefront of my mind at all times. I'm just here to guide, to offer the structure and Mm -hmm. to serve. And if you can just follow that, ask Melody, if you can just follow that, you will be successful, period. Yes. And as a, as her former student, yes, guys, it was a lot of hard work, but the thing was, that's what I needed. And if you're in a place where you feel like what Michelle just said resonated with you, more than likely, this is what you truly need. And sometimes you just kind of, you just got to go with the flow. I can't express that enough because I had such a hard time trusting somebody with my own life Mm. and as and as cliche Mm. and as potentially strange as that may sound it was very true because I trusted Michelle to be like please guide me please teach me how to live and as again guys that sounds so harsh and really Mm. really dark I didn't Mm. know how to live she really did teach me and if this again sounds like something that really resonates with your soul please connect with us you never know what you're going to learn you don't know who you're going to meet and you don't know how your life is going to change for the better. Like, I'm so happy that I actually met you and that you reached out to me. (laughs) Thank you so much. And I want you guys to know that it really just comes down to, yes, I'll give you all of the how-tos. You don't have to even think about it, Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, this is in your hands. It's your power. You just have to value yourself enough to take that leap and you'll be able to create it. You have full control over it. I'm just here to be your support. We both are here to be your support. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. All right. That was such a beautiful answer. I absolutely love that. And I hope you guys did too. Again, if you feel like you have this beautiful connection with us, please reach out. And as for your last question, what makes Michelle Michelle? Like what makes you so freaking amazing? This is such a hard question. It's like, we change so much. So I'm like, sometimes I'm like, I'm this free bird. (laughs) I'm a a kid. And then other times I'm like, I'm a boss ass bitch. (laughs) Well, this is the best time to boost about who you are, girl. Like tell people how amazing you are because you are. Oh, okay. Who am I? Who is Michelle? All right. So who is me? So Yeah, I feel like, I mean, I've gone through so many changes, but this iteration of who I am is I really feel my femininity and my like womanhood. 
Like there's something about just like my body has been changing. I'm putting on more weight. I feel more like voluptuous. I feel like I'm transitioning into being a wife because I'm now engaged, like I had mentioned. So mm-hmm. really understanding what that means, just turning 30, just going through my Saturn return. This is just a crazy time. So mm-hmm. I just, I feel deeply the confidence of my leadership. I really see myself as a pioneer, a visionary, a leader, somebody that is here to, again, raise the vibration of the planet. I think that's a collective experience we all want to have, but my specific flavor and what I really want to share with Melody as we go on this mission together is to make sure that the power of who you are is in the hands of that specific client, that customer. Mm -hmm. So I feel like with that and how that reflects on me is somebody that just truly believes in humanity. I'm a kind soul. I'm very, very loving. I like am in full acceptance of so many people around me. And I think the thing that does bring me through every single day is the fact that I just love to have some goddamn fun sometimes. (laughs) So those are kind of the aspects that have been really coming through lately. And I can confidently say to you guys, I'm just so, so, so proud of who I am today. Yes. And you have every reason to be proud of yourself, dude. Like, look at how far you've come and uh, don't cry. Don't cry. Cause I'll cry too. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a crowd. I'm a crowd crier, which means if someone starts crying, I'm going down with you. <laughs> no, we're feelers. We're both feelers. We are. And if you guys didn't already get that, we're both empaths as well. So yeah, we feel a lot. We feel intensely. (laughs) And now it's time to kind of feel into who Melody is. So we'll put Mel in the hot seat. She's such a powerful human being, like I said. And if you guys want to feel just like you can do anything and you're so capable and someone's not going to judge you, it's definitely this powerful self-intimacy coach in front of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So my first question to you <laughs> is, what was 10-year-old Melody like? Uh, I was a little shit. <laughs> I was such a demon. And okay, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not joking when I say that. I was such a, I was a painful little crap. But I realized that now that I look at it, I was very self-aware of who I was at the age of 10, which meant I didn't want to fall into whatever role my parents had set for me at that point in time. So I did everything unbeknownst to my conscious self. I wanted to stay away from going into the mold that they wanted me to be. So I was a little shit. I was everything. And some, my mother pretty much had gray hair because of me. Pretty sure she wanted to kill me. <laughs> Love you, mom. But- I'm sure you are. That's probably how you perceived it. But I know that you were just probably so in your power that a lot of yeah. people were intimidated by how powerful you were. Probably when you say it like that, sure. But in my like when in my perspective, I was such a demon. I was like, oh, what's this? Oh, let's go get the problems. Everyone's like, let's go steal this. I'm like, yeah, let's go steal and do bad problems. I was such a little shit. And then like, and I mean, I mean, I was really good at school. Like I was really good at school. I was a pristine student, but the moment I left the classroom, I was such a little brat. I was like, let's go fight. Oh my let's God, go hit the so boys. Funny. Let me just kick you in the crotch. <laughs> that That's so, so horrible. Funny. But yeah. I, 
I mean, I though that was your experience for sure. Self-awareness at fucking 10 years old. Like, let's go. Having the strength to stand up for yourself. That's amazing. And I really relate to this. Just that rebellion inside of you. Yeah. Like, I think the reason why that rebellion stuck out so much is, okay, this will show my age a little bit more, but I loved Xena, the warrior princess. (gasps) If you know who that is. You know who that is. I, was I like, like also I watched Buffy the ba- Vampire. Yes. yes. I watched Charmed. Dude. That's why I was like, Hell I want yeah. sisterhood. But Xena mm. was my, my go-to person. And I'm like, she can beat up a guy. I need to go beat yeah. up a guy. I love that. <laughs> so I went and fought dudes. Like I, like, I mean, I didn't like get into a fight because the guys that I was hanging out with were very gentlemanly. But I pretended to be this little badass warrior princess. But in actuality, the guys are being really nice and letting me get away with a lot of things that I shouldn't have been doing. I feel like you really whoops my ass, though. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Like, maybe I got one good kick in, but the rest were like, oh, you hurt me, Melody. Your punches are so strong. But in actuality, it was like, with a little bump. Yeah, it was like a little poke. Yeah. It was a little poke. And I, oh, God. Now that I think oh about my it, God. I was such a douche. I was a little douche. I will say that. I'm okay maybe you were and I feel like we're all like little badasses but I have to say this I totally my 10 year old would totally be friends with your 10 year old yeah no we would totally get along because I would probably like let's go beat up somebody like yeah let's go do it (laughs) so funny okay so let's get into a little fast forward here now something that is really cool that you have pioneered is this idea of self-intimacy there's a lot of self-love coaches out there but I just wanted to like really gas Melody up because she really thought deeply about who she wanted to be as a coach. She didn't let all of these other labels, she didn't try to compete with anybody else. She just asked herself, what is true to me? And it's really intimacy into me see, right? So I would love to hear your definition of it and why you want to be and why you are a self-intimacy coach. Well, for me, intimacy was never a really familiar word to me and as sad as that sounds it was very true my parents kind of kept me in a bubble where you know intimacy was intimacy was only shown when you were to get married and when you were going to have a baby or make the baby that's the only place you'll have intimacy potentially a baby a baby like was the you know one of those things that you will show intimacy to in some form Mm. and that was it but my mother was a very is a very powerful woman and she really put, try to push that on me to where I became numb to the fact that love, like touching and hugging and, mm. you know, saying kind words were not a part of it. I mean, my mom would say, oh, you're smart. But then maybe a backhanded compliment. And then my brothers mm. would say, you're dumb. And then another mm. backhanded compliment or a backhanded whatever. And I really didn't know what that was. It took me so much time to actually really learn how to love myself. And I'm going to be honest, I didn't learn how to love myself until I was maybe 28, 29. And guys, I'm yeah. 30. Yeah. So very, very recently. And, it, and I, yeah, and I find it very disheartening because when we're at a young age, we're told you should love yourself. You should do all this in a bag of chips. But when you get older, they're like, no, why would you do that? That's self. That's selfish. Why would you put yourself above another person who may or may not need help? You know, it was a very, very difficult time. And when I was growing up, I was a very submissive child. If my parents told me to jump mm-hmm. off the bridge, I probably would have done it. Mm-hmm. Like they pretty much controlled me to the point where when I finally left my home, my family, I didn't know how to function. Mm-hmm. And it sucked because I was like, great. All I have is school. 
that's my only thing that I had to go on. But I never felt any connection to myself at that point in time until I started working with Michelle. And I learned that I did not love myself as much as I should have. And the year that I spent with her, I learned about inner child work. I did a lot of shadow work and guys, it was not pretty. Michelle can vouch for that. She probably had videos <laughs> of it still. I cried so yes. ugly. I was, I was crying every day because every single time she asked me to do something, it took me to that next level of digging deeper and learning why I felt the way I felt, why I thought the way I thought, and mm-hmm. what made me stop at every point when it came to manifesting the things that I wanted, to getting the things that I wanted, to yeah. even thinking about the things that I wanted. Because mm-hmm. prior to her, all I believed was, I'm good enough to just live. I'm Mm. good enough to just exist, to live an okay life, to work nine to five for someone else, bust my ass and retire maybe at 60 comfortably, maybe. Right. Yeah. But then when I met you, everything changed because I had to put myself first for once. And that was the strongest and highest level of intimacy I've ever had with myself. And it's very shocking to say that I'm not the only person that feels this way. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure I'm not the only person that's going through it right now. Yeah. Because we, you guys, we never were taught to love ourselves as we are. We were taught mm-hmm. society controls what we should look like, how we should feel, mm-hmm. where, where, where we should be, who we should date. It yeah. sucked, guys. And now with social media, it's even worse because we're so impressionable. And imagine someone that doesn't even know their own value, listening to someone else tell them who, what their value is. It yeah. drove me to the dirt because I'm like, this fucking sucks. I look at this beautiful Instagram model who says she's all natural, may or may yeah. not be, mm-hmm. but shit, I would love to look like her. I would love to have her assets and her money and whatever else yeah. she has. But I love that yeah. you are <laughs> explaining this too, because as you're talking about it, intimacy, the word intimacy just keeps showing up yeah. and you can see that she really did look into herself. She really got real with what her own internal thoughts were and was willing to finally have this intimate relationship alone. And whenever I am around Melody and I look at her, I can just feel her confidence in her ability to continuously improve and to know herself on on a deeper level. Yeah. So I'm so excited for you guys to start learning from her. Thank you. So yeah, (laughs) and you have something else you want to say? Yeah. And just so you guys know, self-love and self-intimacy go hand in hand. It's not, Mm -hmm. one is not better than the other. I don't Mm -hmm. think self-love though, in my opinion, focuses more on your physical self while self-intimacy, you have to be willing to dive deeper onto a different level or different plane. So please, you know, don't say one is better than the other. One just means you're digging a little bit deeper and harder. Self-love is for you to actually give yourself that care. I think they go perfectly hand in hand. And as coaches of the same company, we want to instill that into you guys where you're okay to show yourself some love. You're okay to dig a little bit deeper and cry as ugly as you need to cry or as hard as you need to cry. Okay. Because that is truly real self-love. That is very All right. Are you ready for this last question? (sighs) Yes. All right. She knows that I love to put her on the spot. This oh, is just gosh. something that I, a specialty of mine. <laughs> <laughs> and so I want you to finish this sentence for me. Okay. And I want you to say, if you really knew me, you would know that. <laughs> Go if ahead. If you really knew me, you would know that I'm actually a potato. <laughs> <laughs> I really am guys. I mean, 
when you think about a coach, you think this person is all aligned and got their shit together. No, I'm potato, dude. Like I'm literally, I'm, I'm, I'm down to, I am very much down to earth, but I spend, and I spend a lot of time just really listening and gathering as much information. People think that if I don't say anything, I'm not interested or that I am thinking like something stupid about them. I'm like, no, in my head, I'm probably processing oh shit, what the hell, did, what, what happened to you for you to be this way? Or I'm thinking about coffee, food, <laughs> more likely food. <laughs> so if I, if you ever see me have a blank stare, it's probably not because of you. It's because I'm, I'm a potato and I'm thinking about food and whatever so else that intrigues me. <laughs> what I see from, when I think of a potato and I think of Melody as she's describing herself this way, it's just honestly somebody that's like, what you see is what you get, right? With the potato, everyone pretty much likes them. Yeah. And you're deeply, <laughs> deeply rooted. <laughs> like <you're> really deep. <laughs> I'm you're in the ground. earth, yo. <laughs> grounded. She's connected. But I love that. Okay. Yeah. So. This kind of wraps up this episode, but we did want to let you guys know that we have a beautiful offering to invite you and come on board with. It is called the highest self accelerator. And as you heard Melody talk about, you know, her being a self intimacy coach and obviously me being a soul purpose coach, these are incredible bridges for you guys to finally live the life that you always wanted to live. It doesn't matter what that goal is. This is an all in one program. If you want to just be healthier, if you want to be internally more alive, if you want to start your own business, if you want to manifest more money, you Mm -hmm. get to decide what that one major thing is in your life. And we will help you make that happen. This isn't about just following a bunch of steps. This is a transformational 90 day experience. What Mm -hmm. we do in the very first month is we make Make sure that you really deeply know how to heal yourself, get the power back and really understand your origin story of why you are the way that you are. The next month, we're all going to be talking about what are your gifts now that you're healed and you really understand your narrative. What do you want to do now? Does that mean you're artistic? Does that mean you're an engineer? Does that mean you're a problem solver in some kind of way? And you want to be a visionary. You get to decide those things. And then at that final part of the highest self accelerator, we really get deeply and well equipped you with a 12 month plan within Mm -hmm. that last month, you finally get to say, okay, what are the aligned actions that that I get to take? And we actually have a bonus for you to be part of the highest self accelerator group, our community for Mm -hmm. the following year. So we can continue to support you as you execute that 12 month plan. This is new to this cohort. This is like something that we're just doing. So just imagine yourself in the highest self accelerator, working Mm -hmm. on all of these really difficult things with melody, learning how to understand how can I love myself through all of this pain? And then me helping you decide on your purpose. And then all of us as a whole team of women backing you to execute on your divine plan. This is it. This is a life changer. 90 days. That's it. And a supportive group. I don't know why you would even say no to something like this. I want you to really deep, really think deeply if this is something that can serve you and you, you feel even the slightest bit lift, mm-hmm. lit up by this and you're just curious, you don't have to do anything other than book a free clarity call or even just DM one of us and ask a simple question about it. Yeah. Yes, guys. Thank you so much for spending 
our second episode with us. Like we are yes. very, very happy that we are able to open ourselves up a little bit more. If you have more questions that you would like to ask about who we are, please let us know what they are by either following us on Instagram or just, you know, dropping a question on our podcast. That'd be so wonderful, guys. Anything else we got to say? No, we're good. I think all I want you guys to remember is this. You can be anything because you are everything. Bye guys. Bye guys. Thank you.